Welcome to the John Gambia Show. I was looking at a different monitor. I do these openings so well. I'm such a pro. Thank you for coming here for, once again, another edition of the Non-Campia Show. John is still on the mend, so you got your Batman Beyond crew back today, baby. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around with us. It's not just me. It's, of course, Rayora. Yeah, we saw John earlier today. It's a, His voice is a, a little... He's going to need a little bit of rest, so yeah. Yeah. give him a little bit of time. Probably be back on Monday. That'll be good. And we've also got, obviously, Jonathan here making sure everything runs smoothly. Yeah, if you guys could give me a little bit of time, too. That yeah, he won't be back yeah. on Monday. He yeah. won't be. I won't be, yeah. Nor I. I'm Chris Carr, and I'm going to be trying my best to steer the ship today. So thank you so much for being here, because we are going to talk to you about all kinds of great stuff. Movie news, TV news, streaming, video games, all sorts of awesome things, and we can't do it without you. Before we dive into those stories, though, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. This is meant to be a podcast. As adorable as all of us are, you should be listening to this. So you should be listening it wherever you get your podcasts. And when you're there, please go ahead and rate us. We would love to have more five stars, bud. So go rate on there. We appreciate it. Also, smash that like and subscribe button. I don't know. Whatever oh, yeah. you said. Get them noties. Get them noties. <laughs> yes. Like all and subscribe. Give a thumbs up. Leave a comment or super chat. All those good things. It we all helps. really appreciate it. It helps us out so much. And with all that down, let's get into some of these stories, y'all. And the first one we've got here today is that we've got Miles Teller is on board now for a new Antoine Fuqua film, the Michael Jackson biopic that's happening over at Lionsgate and Universal. Now, this comes to us from our friends over at Deadline. Um, We've got Miles joining the cast here in an exclusive... Top Gun Maverick and Whiplash star Miles Teller is in talks to join Lionsgate and Universal Pictures' international Antoine Fuqua-directed Michael. Sources tell us there's no deal yet for Teller. The movie is currently shooting ahead of an April 18th, 2025 theatrical release. Teller, we hear, would play an attorney in the Michael Jackson biopic. Exactly which of Jackson's attorneys, we'll see. So we don't know much about this. We don't know exactly which character he's going to be playing. I personally am always a little wary of news when we don't have a contract fully in place because things can change just like that. Not only because of schedules, other films conflicting with this. He's a very sought after actor. He's got a very full workload. But also, I mean, you got to put that pen to paper so everybody can get the money that they want. And again, as a sought after actor, I believe Miles Teller can ask for quite a bit these days. Yep. But talent added to anything I always think is a good idea. Guys, how do you feel about this? Um, the fact that he's playing an attorney, well, would be playing a, or is going to play a, an attorney. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it tells us where this bi- biopic may be going. Well, it definitely is going right. In like, uh, of yeah. course, like, um, I, you know, I love I loved Michael Jackson. You know, growing up, uh, he was a uh, a big part. His music was a big part of my life. Um, uh, I just, I just, I, I wonder about this biopic, how, how deep it's going to get, how, mm. you know, the controversies or anything like that. Um, especially when the man's not around anymore, you know what I mean? To yeah. actually uh, oversee it or whatever, or, or see the final product. Uh, Miles Teller, we last saw him in Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. I, I've always liked him every time I've seen him on screen, but even yet, I'm still not familiar with him enough to actually... Uh, put them on my list that of actors that I actually go and go watch. Sure. Um, but from everything I've seen from him, he's, he, he's great. You know, he's, he's incredible in whiplash. He's uh, just whip, so yeah. overshadowed because JK Simmons is astounding in that whiplash and nightcrawler. My favorite of yeah, that year. He's wonderful in and, that. Yeah. But whiplash was amazing. And so of course great. he was 
fun in, in Maverick. You he know. was really fun in Maverick. Yeah. I like, mean, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Because it does say in the article that uh, he's one of two lawyers. But both of them still dealt with the pedophile accusations and exactly. everything. So we're getting into the weeds with this in Antoine yeah. Fuqua's uh, film. Which is sure. very interesting because, you know, we reported on this months ago that, you know, Jafar Jackson, Michael's nephew is portraying him in the film. Mm -hmm. So it does lead me to believe that this is going to be made with some, you know, familial understanding and respect. Yeah. But I am interested to see how far we go down this rabbit hole, what what we're going to talk about and what we're going to discuss in this movie, how far we're going to go into that too. Because mm. um, obviously once Michael Jackson passed, a lot of people felt a different way yeah. about him, his life, some of his controversy, and and everyone's obviously entitled to have their own opinions on everything too. Um, there's just no denying an incredible, incredible music performer. Right, and then like the the last thing I remember watching about him was that Return in Neverland or what? It, yes, that documentary. That documentary was, I uh, I felt something afterwards, like a little bit. It was kind of like, uh, it kind of made me sad, mm -hmm. and uh, it was one of those documentaries you watch and it sticks in your head for some reason, especially if you were a fan of Michael Jackson. Um, Antoine Fuqua is uh, gonna direct this. He does. He did the Equalizer movie, I think, the yeah. first one, or at least I think the first one. Um, yep, he's known for Equalizer. He did the yep. third one, Training Day. Uh, he's got a pretty good track record, I, I think. Uh, and uh, I think something like this is gonna be in safe hands. Yeah, put it yes. that way. Yeah, Absolutely. I think so too, guys. So yeah, oh, go yeah. ahead. Oh no, I was gonna. No, no, that's okay. Go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> We have something that popped up I want to cover next, but we can we can close this. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I was going to say, guys, I want to know what you have to think about this, though. Are you really excited about Miles Teller potentially, because I want to emphasize that, potentially being on board in this film as one of Michael Jackson's attorneys? Do you think this is a smart move? Are you looking forward to this film? And what kind of trajectory do you think it has? Let us know your thoughts in the comments down below. Jonathan, what did you have? Yeah, so unfortunately, we've I've been seeing it in the chat, and I did confirm some very sad news today. Oh, no. uh, looks like Carl Weathers passed away. Yeah. So deadlines reporting here. Oh my gosh. Uh, Carl Weather dies, you know, Rocky Predator star. He was also in The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. He was 76. <laughs> and it says a message from his family um, that we are deeply saddened to announce the passing of Carl Weathers. His family said in a statement, he died peacefully in his sleep on Thursday. Uh, Carl was, an, well, an exceptional human being who lived an extraordinary life. He was very passionate about, and I didn't really, I mean, He's an actor and he's a great actor, but you, until you like see like interviews or whatever, you don't really understand the person's passion. He really had a passion for all things cinema and acting. Yeah. Uh, so it's really sad. Well, I, you know, what's uh, crazy is that not yesterday, but the night before, I actually purchased an Apollo Creed little statue because, like, after as, as years went on, mm -hmm. you know, Rocky is supposed to be the. I I actually and being a fan of boxing, I actually think Apollo Creed was the greatest boxer in the Rocky universe. He had, he was even though he uh Drago defeated him or whatever. Like I I just love Well, he was guy. also an old man I, in Drago. I cannot was believe like, yeah. that he just I I don't even know what to say about this. It's I know. Very um, sudden. It's I didn't even sudden. think he was like bedridden or anything. He, uh, uh he may what? have just gone cuz he went in his sleep. Uh, yeah. It's common that the heart stops. My uncle passed that way in his sleep. Mm -hmm. His heart just stopped. Yeah. And I mean, you literally just go to sleep that night Ugh. peacefully and, and you just don't wake up. 
I mean, if you're going to go, it is honestly, honestly like the, the best kindest way. way you can go. Yeah. Um, but maybe he had, a, you know, obviously some issues that we didn't know about, but uh, it didn't sound like he was sick. Maybe more will come out. Yeah, we'll but... find out more as this continues to break and everything. But what a wonderful actor in person. And, you know, it was so lovely seeing him have such a resurgence, resurgence mm-hmm. in his career with Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, and that big booming Mando, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to really miss. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, sorry to, you know, yeah. thoughts and prayers to his family. Absolutely, hopefully. thoughts and prayers to his family. Yeah. We're going to, uh, you know what? I'm going to go watch uh, Rocky today. Or sure, something. and root for Apollo. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Honestly watch, uh, as you should. Happy, Happy Gilmore. He's great in Happy Gilmore. Chubbs. Yes. He was even in, uh, um, I always want to say Kirby Enthusiasm, but Arrested Development. Arrested Development, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're just getting our stew on, baby. Exactly. Save those bones. <laughs> uh, I, I, I am a little glad because I've been on an Apollo Creed uh, binge lately of China. I even ordered a, a T-shirt of Apollo Creed that says, it says, I'm coming for you, or like, something like that. He has like his fist. Up. I, I am an Apollo Creed fan. I can't believe, <laughs> believe it. Like I've been on a binge of uh, Crazy that, that character lately. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, make sure you just, you hold extra long when you predator clap your friends today. There you right? go. Right? Hold those hands a little tighter. R.I.P. Well, we'll get to the rest of these stories. Yep. Um, I don't know how to segue out of that oh. chase, tastefully, so we'll just kind of go on to the next topic. Um, we talked about this a little bit. You know, Daredevil is now canon. The, at least the Netflix one, right? Mm-hmm. We've got all those characters coming. And we had speculated a few weeks ago about who would return from the Netflix universe yeah. into the proper MCU. And one of the ones I desperately wanted back in the mix was Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. I freaking love Jessica Jones. I love that whiskey swilling lady. I think she's wonderful. I think the adaptation they did was great. Um, a few missteps once we got to season three. I felt, but overall, really, really strong show. And I think she is phenomenal in the role. And... We got a little tease from uh, Ms. Jones herself, Kristen Ritter, talking about how she could be coming back on board in Daredevil Born Again. So this one is over from IGN. Um, Cosmic Marvel tweeted about this, too. Kristen Ritter shares a new video on Instagram wearing the same shirt as Jessica Jones with the caption, if you know, you know, and those eyeball (laughs) emojis. Wow. Now... She could just have taken that from set, mm-hmm. and it could just be a reference of like, "Hey, yeah, if you know, or you like, know. look at me, look at yeah, me. I exactly. want to come back." If you watch Jessica Jones, you know this. I'm rocking her this T-shirt. She's going to be a part of it... another new story later on too, mm-hmm. um, the the Sonic one. But yeah, this one, I, she's a great actress. She's wonderful. One. I remember watching season one of Jessica Jones, and I I was one of the people that actually liked it. Like, I didn't think it was bad at all because there's a lot of people that didn't like it. Um, I feel like it had a really strong first season reception. I Mm. think now, retroactively, people like to talk about how it wasn't that good. Um, But I remember when it was on, that first season, people were really into it and really liked her. My only problem is, and they did it for budget, but it was like, she is supposed to be a superhero, right? I mean, like, she's supposed to have powers. And we don't really ever get to see, like, it was always like she could flip a car. Or she could just punch a guy really hard, but she never got like a baseline of what her power level actually was. Yeah. And it was inconsistent. It's like if she got mad, maybe a door would come off the hinge, but then maybe she could also do more than that. But it Mm -hmm. it seemed like the same amount of effort. Yeah. And then I think maybe in season two or something, they finally showed that she could jump really far. But all they did was all they did was (laughs) cut on close up to her shoes, kind of turning and and jumping off the gr- off the ground, and then superhero landing. 
and then superhero landing. And it was like, why don't you ever show us our, our powers? We saw Luke Cage's powers all the time. Well, we and, spent and so much money on. We on, saw their powers together. Yeah. Well, that was the power of love, baby. That was. That, love. Was, that yeah. was. That was. That was. That was. Like, Huey, Huey Lewis and the News aside, <laughs> power hour. Uh, I felt like that was a little inconsistent and frustrating, but it hadn't. Mm -hmm. But I still that did not affect the storytelling. Mm -hmm. Her 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 uh, relationship with Purple Man and yeah. all of that. Yeah. I still I still want him to come back. I know he got his neck snapped, but come on. So if she comes back, how many of the defenders are coming back so far? We got two of them, right? Two yeah. So we've got we've got Daredevil, and we've got her potentially. Right, and then I we... still don't I still don't feel like we're gonna get Finn Jones back in the mix. As Iron Fist, maybe, maybe we could. I, I do, to his credit, I think he had really great chemistry with um, Mike Coulter. I loved their scenes together. Yeah. And again, I've, I've said this before, my personal take is that Iron Fist really suffered from poor time management. They rushed that. He had no time to practice his fight choreography. So a lot of the sloppy things in that show, he had nothing to do with. That too was another situation where it was frustrating storytelling. It reminded me of, did you ever watch Carnival on uh, HBO? Yeah. Not many people did watch mm -hmm. Carnival, but although I enjoyed it to a point, it was like, no, I don't, I don't want my powers. No, I don't want my powers. And then you're like, okay, at some point he's going to use his powers and then he'll like make this character arc. And it's like, no, I don't. And like two seasons in, I don't want my powers. I'm like, would something happen yeah. in this show? You got him, babe. He finally saved somebody. Mm -hmm. And then even after that, he's like, but I didn't want my powers. I'm like, this is such frustrating storytelling. Yeah. And my point is with Finn Jones, it's like his hand, his his iron fist would work once in a while. And then even if it did, it charged up and he couldn't use it ever again. Yeah. And it was just frustrating. It mm -hmm. was frustrating storytelling. It was the very opposite end of, of Hulk power, right? Of yeah. just, we had so many limitations on Iron Fist yeah. that it got to get in the way of how we could move the story forward. Whereas, you know, Hulk, you had to go, ooh, he's too powerful. We got to figure that out. Ooh, yeah. but I, I would really like to see her back in the mix. What's your over-under on this? Like, if we're just going, like, right in the middle, 50%, over-under that Kristen Ritter's back as Jessica Jones. I think, uh, I'll go over 50%. Mm -hmm. it, if if not in this season next, or at least near the end or something, I just think she'll pop in because she is a private investigator. He is a lawyer. Yeah. So they fit in that world. I mean, I don't know that I, uh, Iron Fist or um, Luke Cage necessarily fit in that world yet. Sure. And I don't know that they necessarily have to be, but I could see her popping in just to reconfirm with people. This is the Netflix uh, coda. Yeah. But but here's the funny thing, or just so... They they had filmed Daredevil: Born Again. It was done or close to being done. For the most part, and then they they went. They decided not to and reach. So it's like if she comes back for Daredevil: Born Again, that they're really redoing redoing this. Yeah. Because I would I would figure oh, if time, she yeah. was go, going to be in it, she would have already been in it. Yeah. Right. And and I don't think Foggy or or Karen were in it either. Right. So it's so, just strange that yeah. now we're kind of we're kind of seeing how deep these reshoots are. It might not even be called considered reshoots anymore. Uh, just a complete rewrite, a re Yeah. with with using some 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 footage, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and I think I think in some cases we you could be alarmed by that, but I think this is the turning of the tide. I'm trying to be positive. I think this is the turning of the tide for Marvel, at least. Same. And and what they're doing with uh, Captain America four, I think I think uh, Feige's back in the pilot seat again. So I'm going to be hopeful. So I, I'm thinking we we have possibility to really have a great Deadpool, a great Daredevil, 
uh, a great Captain America four and Thunderbolts and mm. ha have an upward trajectory with the mm. MCU. And I'm if with not, you. Then honestly, if not. It's not the end of the world. No. I just don't want any of these characters to be shoehorned in. Yeah. Like, sure. as in, like, oh, yeah, she wants to come back? Okay, we'll come back. We'll write you in. You know, I don't want that. If That's she's a great not, point. If she doesn't fit, save it. Sure. Yeah. Save it. Exactly. And you know what? If we if we don't enjoy what happens here, we can always revisit those Netflix things. We can always revisit the source material. I, I know sometimes that's hard to hear, too, as comic book fans of, hey, if it isn't exactly what we want, no big deal. Yeah. yeah, we'll get them next time, or we'll go back to what we really, really love, and that's the comics themselves, usually. Yeah, and uh, or we'll just see what James Gunn does with DCU. Exactly. Yeah, so. high hopes over there too. Well, guys, question is for you: Do you think we are going to see the return of Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones, or do you think she's just rocking that T-shirt because she wants to rock that T-shirt? Let us know your thoughts in the comments down below. All right, y'all. Next up, we've got some Tarantino news, mm. Woo! and it's about Brad Pitt. All right. They're teaming up again. Wow. How about that? How about that? Brad Pitt is going to be back with Quentin Tarantino in his supposed final film, The Movie Critic. And I think this makes absolutely perfect sense. They've got a great track record together. I mean, Brad Pitt's gotten an Oscar under his direction. Yeah. Inglorious Bastards, I think, is a brilliant film that really kind of, for me, Changed how I felt about Brad Pitt In, too. Inglorious Bastards is actually my favorite Tarantino. Me film. too. I really? love that yeah. one. And that I've end, seen it. that end Ooh. scene. Actually, I even have it right. Let me find the the shot. Uh, this shot right here, when he says, "I think this might be my best work." Yes. I feel like that's Tarantino looking at you through the camera, saying, "I think this might have been my masterpiece." Ooh, I like that take. Oh my gosh, these two in this movie too. Eli Roth is so good yeah. in this movie. The bear. Oh. Ray, this is a fabulous film. You've never seen Gorgeous. it? No. Oh, okay. Do you watch a lot of Tarantino? Um, not 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 really. Mm -hmm. Only the ones that if people decided to watch mm -hmm. one at their place or something like that. Sure. I, I, it's not like I'd be like, no, I can't watch Tarantino. Yeah. It's just I, I don't usually tend to choose to go see them. I'm in you that know, same But I'm boat. open to seeing But you're them. also not into like I'm kind of uh, violence, like the heavy yeah. kind of. And oh, you, you know. Get there. I remember Django. Some of the yeah. uh, the racial stuff like was really. They're not all like was, that. You but... know, was kind of a, a just just a you know. It's I, a hard watch. Yeah, it's a, sometimes it's a hard watch for me. Sure. And um, not uh, and it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, not yeah, supposed yeah. to be like not yeah. that I'm trying to shun <laughs> myself from the world of that sure. because I know that has happened, exists, mm -hmm. and it will always be in history. Mm -hmm. It's just that for movies, to me, everyone knows I go because I really either. You know, want to have a good time. Mm -hmm. It's entertainment to me. Sometimes I can handle that stuff. Sometimes I don't. Um, but Inglorious Bastards, uh, everyone says it's a. Uh, um, it's my favorite, man. Well, it's, you can you good. can really can you give me a little premise of it? Because I I did like uh, it's it's a it's an alternate universe in a, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt leads a group of soldiers and mostly they, Jewish soldiers. Yes, yeah, Jewish soldiers, and they're like a small elite crew, and they're in the behind the enemy lines in, in Germany, right? Like a hit squad. And uh, their ultimate goal is to, to is to kill Hitler. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and all of his, like, higher-ups. And, and so uh, it's about that mission. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, in World War II, there was no hit squad that caught Hitler and killed him. But this is an alternate telling of how World War II ended. But, but okay, so that was their first thing together. together the next one was once upon a time in hollywood, hollywood. Mm -hmm. and i specifically didn't go watch that only because 
I'm into documentaries. I watched so many documentaries on Sharon, on Tate, Sharon Tate and and Manson. Sure. That I, it was. I, I felt I didn't need a dramatization of what I saw already. Like it's. I, well, you know what I mean. This is also an alternate reality. Yeah. Oh, is it? Where there's a happy ending. Oh. I yeah. had that same thought too, Ray. I waited till I got this as a screener to watch it, so I could watch it from home in case I needed to take breaks. Yeah. And then it was, oh okay. I, oh. This, this one still, I like Inglorious Bastards much more. This yeah. one I, I wasn't as super keen on, but I know a lot of people loved this. Especially I might be interested in watching that. And actually, you might really like Brad Pitt's character because of the happy ending. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So it, I might it, give that one a shot. It, because a I thought ride. it was just going to be a one for one. It doesn't glorify anything terrible. Yeah. It, nothing like that. Yeah. 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 Which okay. It's um, a, a nice change from those kind of real life stories. I did think it was kind of interesting um, in this topic. Um, where it talks about, okay, so the movie critic is the film he's in. Yes. So Pitt may be playing, they're saying, the, the lead role. And basically this movie critic, I guess Tarantino, when he was in his young days, he used to uh, reload like the porno mag uh, magazine stand things and he'd take the coins out to give to his employer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of this stuff, like he was like, well, it was just really trashy and whatever, I wasn't into it. But there was this one trade that had a movie critic in the like in the porno mag, mm -hmm. and he's like, I loved his snarky take, and it seemed like he was a little more like he wasn't like your typical uh, movie critic in the time. Yeah, you know, and the I thought it was a lady been, that I thought it was a lady that wrote that art. That's what art. I. That's what we were thinking too. So this may be a, a an alternate telling, or he may be playing a, a different character. But okay. either way, it's based, it's based on, on that. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's and interesting. So there is speculation because if you read the novelization of Once Upon a time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt's character is um, a real film buff, mm -hmm. aside from all of his other things. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's rumors going around that what if this is kind of a continuation of that world and he becomes a film critic Oh. for a porno mag? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's just trying to get his feet Oh, door, I see. You know? mm -hmm. Like so, a shared universe, like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Tarantino so there could, cinematic universe. universe. There could be that. TCU. The QTCU. Yeah, there yeah. could be <laughs> that kind of a situation. And, and let's not forget, the, uh, one. this is supposed to be Tarantino's last film. Supposedly. Supposedly. So if it is, then he's 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 picking out his his boys, his, uh, the people he works out, works well with. Yeah, and that seems to be a lot of people. I will say, I hope that since, okay, let's say this is his last film, I hope he... Bring, he brings back some actors from like his OG films, like Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown, and Jackie Brown, and uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he can't work with Bruce Willis anymore. But I mean, even even bring back um, John Travolta for something, or Samuel Jackson, yeah. or you know, I mean, if this is the last one, then I'd like to see some of the actors he's worked for with with in his early career. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's going to be working with Pitt, and we'll probably see. Uh, Harvey Keitel seems to have gone through the entire arc of his. He's not in every film, but he's in a lot. He's of in them. most of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see if he's in this. I'm interested. I would like it to be so every every role basically is just a Tarantino cameo almost. Yeah, because they're all the the actors he uses too are such incredible craftsmen and craftswomen. They're so so talented, and they always just kind of dissolve into whatever role he ends up giving them. Yep. So I'd love to just well, see the whole his, cast show his, up. From everything. I mean, I'm not even an actor, but obviously you are. But imagine being able to like bite into a Tarantino script oh. and then his direction. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's the dream. Yeah. What Aside from maybe office. Spielberg, that's the dream. Seriously. You know I mean? Yeah. Having somebody who has such a vision yeah. and has a such a style. Mm, yeah. That'd be delicious. Oh my goodness, guys. 
What do you think about Brad Pitt being in this latest and final, potentially, Tarantino film? Are you excited about Brad being on board? Does it make sense to you? Do you think this is Tarantino's final film? Do you read the reviews in porno magazines from movie critics? Let us know your thoughts <laughs> it's on It's for that. the articles, man. It's, it's for, for the, the articles. articles. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, we've got more to get into. But before we do, we are going to take a quick break to thank one of the sponsors of this show, the good folks over at Fume. Check them out. We want to take a second to thank a sponsor of this video, Fume. Quitting cold turkey is great in theory, but you and I both know it's way more difficult than that. And that's why there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some fake online promises. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume. And they look at the problem in a different way. Instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavor air device that does just that. See, instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. I personally didn't know what to expect when I first got my Fume. I mean, I've never liked vapes, but my goodness, the taste. The first time I tried it, I was completely sold on it. It was incredible. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 150,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume and accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use the code CAMPIA to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use the code CAMPIA to save an additional 10% off your order today. And thank you to the folks over at Fume. Remember, guys, anytime you use those Campia codes, you're not only getting yourself a deal, but you're helping us too so that you can supply us with loads and loads of coffee. Only coffee. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nothing else. And orange juice for coffee. Ray. Yeah, orange juice. And this looks like the color of tea. Mm -hmm. So it must be tea. It's real smooth. It's real good. <laughs> Very vanilla, cinnamony kind of tea. Mm, yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Nice flavor profile. <laughs> All right, y'all. Beetlejuice is back. We've got the ghost with the most returning to the big screen. Oh. And it's not just Beetlejuice returning. It's the whole cast. Well, almost the whole cast, I should say. Um, certain members, for obvious reasons, have been excluded. But we've got many, many of the cast members coming up, including Beetlejuice himself, Michael Keaton. Yep. I'm yeah. very, very excited about this. And we finally have a poster, and we've got a date. We've got a release date for this now. This is going to be coming out September 6th of this year. Woo! This this movie feels like it snuck up on us. September, much, much like the poltergeist he is. Boo! He's right there. He's out to get you. We've got Winona Ryder back in the mix. Yeah. We've got Jenna Ortega here, too. Yeah. Um, we've got William Defoe in a role that hasn't been said, oh. but I'm assuming he's going to be taking the mantle of Charles Dietz. Uh, I'm not no, sure. it actually. Uh, oh, do you know? Yeah, he's playing a deceased uh, B movie action star, <gasps> and he is a detective in this what? movie. So he's 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 a detective now, uh -huh. but he is a deceased B movie action star. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I've been sleeping on this news. This is amazing. And and, and Catherine O'Hara, you were mentioning that yesterday. Yeah. She'll be back. Oh, I love Catherine O'Hara. Obviously, so much. yeah. Certain, certain, she'll be back as Delia. Certain actors can't can't return, but no, no. Yeah, they, you know, they, they're busy for <laughs> doing something. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Jeffrey Jones was the original Charles Dietz. He will not be included in this film. Right. Um, charges were pressed against him back in the day, um, but 
We've got we've got some really great people in here. Like I was saying the other day too, I'm so excited about Winona. I'm so excited for Jenna Ortega to be joining the cast too because she just fits this Burtony world so well. She does a great job as Wednesday, obviously Golden Globe nomination for that. I think she'll blend seamlessly into here. Man, I'm the, pumped. The first Beetlejuice kind of tricked me when I was a kid. Uh, How so? From the beginning, it was like a cool thing to me because they had that miniature set, the toy set. You know, as a kid, I, I really liked toys. I still do. <laughs> but uh, um, I was like, oh, this looks cool. This, And then it turned crazy when Beetlejuice showed up. <laughs> I was like, what is this movie? And then when they pulled their faces apart, oh yeah, I had nightmares for about maybe a couple months. Who knows? Mm. I always saw that face in the corner of my room. It, it, it happens. It happens. Um, I think you might have seen it in uh, Toys R Us, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this movie, uh, I, I love Michael Keaton, uh, the founder, Birdman. Um, it's good to see him always getting work. Uh, and Winona Ryder, too. Yeah. She, she, I, she was definitely needed in this film. Do you guys know, because I know there was this play, okay? Yeah, the musical of it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do we know, is this tied to any of that storyline, or is it just a completely different script? I think this is a totally different thing, All right. well, that, but I'm that, not sure. That... Uh, musical has gotten pretty rave reviews. Oh, so absolutely. Well, I really hope the same quality returns to the sequel. It was a weird thing with Beetlejuice, too, where it didn't get the best reception, the Broadway musical, I should say, and then it kind of blew up on TikTok and had this huge resurgence where people just loved the music, loved the character, um, loved the reimagining of it on uh -huh. stage, and I do think that helped propel this. Okay. And obviously, Michael Keaton, too, popping back as Batman again, popping back up in, in you know, our late-night shows and everything. I think that also helped fuel this. Winona Ryder, obviously, on her stint from Stranger Things. I think there's a, a big hunger for these folks to come back and do this idea again yeah and then you throw jenna into the mix and it's a really great recipe what was the last thing tim burton has released uh wednesday we, oh that wednesday but on the big screen on the big screen was oh, it gosh. uh uh one of the animated uh what, what, if anyone in the chat knows i'll look it yeah, up what too his most um, recent film was. I, I, well basically i was trying to was it dumbo i was trying to ask might have been it might have been how do you guys feel about him as a are you a tim burton person i am and i'm uh is it like one of I those mean, names where you're like Tim Burton's direct? I'm going. I think he's it. an amazing director. I think his his overall amount, like his overall portfolio of work, is incredible. Yes. I remember years ago at um, it wasn't Mocha. I think it was the L.A. County Museum of Art. Oh, Black his Month. exhibit. Yeah. His exhibit. I went to and Roma, I saw New the York. poster from it. Mm -hmm. That exhibit was incredible. I also it's so good. Yeah, I also did. Um, Oh my gosh, why am I drawing a blank? 2001 A Space Odyssey, uh, The Shining. Why can't I think of that director? One of Kubrick? The Kubrick. I also went to the Kubrick Ooh, uh, one there too. Fun. But but that Tim Burton one was amazing. It's so good. And I love his his work. I love yeah. his sensibilities, but there are certain movies like Alice in Wonderland or whatever that just, you know. Yeah, Dumbo didn't they really were misses, do it for me. You know? um, I mean, I have to like Tim Burton. Look at my face. I look like I was made out of clay by him. Like, <laughs> that's that's probably my creator. I don't know. Right? Um, I love his aesthetic. I love how he does things. Big Fish, I think, is one of the most beautiful films ever oh, made. Oh, man. That Ugh. that movie gets me every time. Oh, absolutely. At the end. Yeah. I, I remember when that movie came out, my friend's father had just passed. 
So he was like a sobbing mess next to me. I'm like, oh, maybe this wasn't the best movie to take him to at this moment. Mm-hmm. But I love Big Fish. It's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. film. I've never heard of it. So. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's, it but is it's going to make watch. you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be intense, Ray. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Is it really about a fish? No. Well, okay. there's, well, no, it's like, it's an analogy, Like tall tales but, and stuff. Yeah, 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 look into it if I yeah. But it's a story about, it's, it, the main story is like a relationship of a son and his father. Okay. Yeah. So you'll appreciate it, but it's definitely going to probably make you Oh, yeah, up. probably. Yeah. yeah. It's it's one to definitely have the Kleenex around, get the sniffies. Oh no, I just use my socks. Whoa! Yeah, I just different take off my movie. Socks and... Different movie, Ray. <laughs> it's like you know, it's, they're all going through the laundry, so it doesn't matter. Oh, uh, oh man, where's that popcorn bin? I, can't, <laughs> I thought I saw Ray with that last. <laughs> Ran out of here with it. Why are there socks in this Why popcorn bucket? In there, Told him this was a sad movie. Man, right. well, why are they so stiff? A- anyone in the chat, when you know, if you see that those Dune popcorn buckets go on sale, please let us know, yeah. or let let um, Chris know because I I think she wants it. Oh most. yeah, of all the people here, I'm the, the one most. who's going to use the popcorn bucket. The yeah, most. the most. She loves Dune. She wants to watch it three times in a row. Right? <laughs> oh, sorry, back to we're back done with this to back. <laughs> I think we hit the. I'm going to watch it over and over again. This is where we went off the rails. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. was the moment. That's what we do. It's fine. Yeah, it's gonna be more, hard to cut this one. Key here. Exactly, guys. How you feel about this poster? Did this raise your level of excitement? Were you like me and you were like, "Oh, I barely knew anything about this movie going into it." So excited about William Defoe's role. So excited about these other people returning. Or are you kind of, eh? Do we really need to do a sequel to Beetlejuice? Because you could also totally feel that way too. Let us know how you feel about it in the comments. All right. Did we mention the new title to it too? Did we talk Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice is a new title to the which makes sense. Title. Because yeah. Okay. There we go. Beetlejuice twice. Just, just point. Put it also, in fun fact: I didn't realize this. <laughs> yeah. I learned it on um, uh, on um, a podcast I was listening to. They had Willem, Willem Dafoe on, so his name is Willem Willem, right? Mm-hmm. And Willem. a lot of times people say William, but actually, I learned that William is his name. Willem was a nickname as a kid, <gasps> and he said William just didn't sound right when he put it on, like his. Um, like anytime he put his name in for a film or whatever, mm-hmm. so he just he kept he kept his stage name as Willem. I do like Willem better. Oh, for him. so you're not wrong. Great. No one's wrong in saying William Defoe. So, no, so I'm next time point, somebody does Willem. that, Willem, is, Willem. Yeah, you can tell him to shut up. Yeah, yeah. Sam William called him me. by his birth name. <laughs> it was really funny because he's like, because you know, like Bob didn't sound right, or or you know, it's like I'll just go with Willem. Bob Defoe. That's a very different life for him. He'd be selling real estate. Well, yeah. when when you're like the A list actor and you're like hanging out with him, he, they're probably like, "Hey, Bobby." That's fair. It, yeah. We're what, never gonna cross my, that. that what are we talking my about? brother was in a. <laughs> my brother got to hang out with Anthony Hopkins a couple times um, when he was living here, and he would always refer to him as Tony. Because that's what he told him to call him. Mm-hmm. And so he'd be like, yeah, me and Tony were hanging out. And I would always just be aghast of, that's Sir Anthony Hopkins. You don't do that. No, let's be called Tony. Yeah. So happens when you're friends with the, the VIPs. Yep. All right, guys. Let us know how you feel about Beetlejuice, though. Sweet. Now, let's talk about our last topic of the day. The topic that Ray and I are obviously the most excited about. <laughs> <laughs> when I came in, it was like, well, this is the only thing that matters. So they released that that tasty little teaser, that little snippet earlier of that Sonic 3 dropping in December and everything. But even better than getting a Sonic 3. There was a snippet? Oh, yeah. If you fo- Well, if you follow Ben Schwartz, like oh, I do. Okay. I'll check it out. I love him. Oh, he's got COVID right now. Speedy recovery, Ben Schwartz. I was going to go to his improv show this weekend, but they had to reschedule it since he's got COVID. You should actually so. go to his place and give him ch- chicken soup. Well, that's a whole other level of crazy, right, <laughs> that I am not ready to embark on. Call him Bobby. Just- 
That's a nickname for Ben, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bobby Shorts, what's up? Oh, but, this was today. Yeah. Dropped it this morning. It's really, really a great little thing. But in that even, you get that robotic laugh at the end of this okay. little snippet, right? And it appears that Jim Carrey, despite saying he's retiring, despite saying he's not going to be acting anymore, he's coming back to be Robotnik in Sonic 3. This is going to be his final. He was like, Shadow is in this? I'm coming back. I I'm hope, pretty sure that I was I hope that reason. he was like, oh, shit. I got to come back. Yeah, come he on. He saw the, that scene and went, oh, I'm still in it. They, or, uh, I keep trying to get back out. They yeah, keep pulling they me keep in. Pulling me no, in. I actually think Jim Carrey was watching the show when we were doing the movies that we we're looking forward to in 2024. And I said, there's only one movie for me. There really Sonic is. Sonic 3. Yeah. So I think he heard that and he's like, you know what? I need to come back for the people. Come back as Dr. Robotnik. Surviving that blast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because we had, we had it so that, you know, Robotnik's body wasn't found. Yep. So you did have an out potentially to right. either remove this as the villain entirely, do a recasting, have him become cybernetic or something like that. You know, you could have done a whole bunch of other things. But I feel like Sonic and Robotnik, it's PB&J. You got to yeah. have them both. You got to have them There's in there. nobody who could play this character like Jim Carrey. He's so good in this role. It's Jim Carrey just Jim Carreying the most and in the best way. Yeah, and right. somehow it works. It's so, so great. I think it's just the perfect amount of cartoon villainy and over-the-topness. And also I mentioned earlier, uh, Kristen Ritter was just confirmed to be added to this movie. That is very exciting. Um, um, there's speculation. I think she's going to be Amy Rose. But... <gasps> There's a lot of people. So she's going to be voicing a character. Or she's not going to be in the live. Yeah, I, I think a... she's going to be voicing a character. Okay. Or, but a lot of people are saying she, she might be Rogue the Bat. I've never heard of this oh, character. Yeah, Rogue I... the Bat is this very weirdly sexy little bat character in here. She's drawn exactly like everybody else. She just has bat wings, um, but she usually wears a bustier. Mm. And she has a lower voice. The 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 reason why I don't go there is because Rogue the Bat seems like such a a character further out. In the the story, than Amy Rose. I mean, I mean the teams, Sonic, Knuckles, Tails. Mm -hmm. They're gonna need to get a female in there, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking Amy Rose is probably might be. In I like this Amy movie Rose too. in the mix. I think that'd be really really great. If it is uh, our our lovely little Rogue the Bat, though, we do have the opportunity to, for her to kind of do a Knuckles situation of. Villain, ally, ah, playing for themselves, okay. helping us out. Who Whose best interest is that? I do like the idea of Amy, though, just because then we have Sonic with, you know, with a potential gal pal. Yeah. I like that for him. Yeah. And especially because sometimes Amy gets, you know, the shit stick in some of the stories and they treat her really poorly. And I like that character. Yeah. I can't. You know, and then, of course, he's coming right here. Yes. I cannot wait for this movie. I I love Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. Um, but, of course, There's we Amy probably Rose. all know. Yeah. We all know that it's going to end up being. They're going to end up being friends probably at the end of it or in some sort of better terms. Mm -hmm. um, Him and Dr. Robotnik? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Oh, Sonic oh. and Shadow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've been watching Sonic Prime and I've been enjoying it. It's it's a little for it's kind of for kids a little bit, but it's a fun show though. It, it is. Mm -hmm. I do like Shadow's appearances in there. Mm -hmm. He's like the the straight headed one. It seems. Yeah. And Sonic seems to be like, I'm just gonna go at this. I don't care. You know, he's kind of the voice of reason a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe like the Vegeta. I I, I call him somewhat a Vegeta uh, to uh, Sonic. 
And, and like, like, I comparison. see him come off in that way. They're not exactly the same, but it feels like he's like a big brother um, to Sonic um, in Sonic Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, Is, uh, was James Marsden in the second one? Yes. Yeah. I haven't James. seen I haven't seen any of them. James, what? I have to see them. They're so great. At least the first one. The first one is so good. Yeah, the first it'll one's grab so, you. so good. You'll you'll know whether you're going to stick with this yeah. or not. I will. The second uh-huh. one, they did lose me with the B plot, the the wedding. Yeah, yeah. I fell asleep during that part. I wasn't. But every with that. knuckles in Sonic Showdown, especially when they yeah. went to the map of the when they did that uh that uh, view of like how a video game was. Yeah. I thought that was so awesome. I, that was really It's cute. not a great trajectory. I'm looking at it. It was 465 million for Sonic 1 mm-hmm. and 405 for Sonic 2. So what was the budget? It dropped 60 million. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. You have to look the budgets up. Okay. But, but it dropped 60 million. So is this going to be sub 400 or does this? I mean, hopefully Paramount because this, this has been kind of there to to borrow from the lore, it's been their emerald. This has been very, very sought after. It's made them quite a bit of money, you know, in the films, but also in merchandising, as we've discussed before. Merchandising is how so many of these movies really blow up. Paramount needs wins, and they were talking about making a whole cinematic universe around Sonic, yeah. right? Doing this, uh, the Knuckles television series, continuing on these films, doing different spinoffs. So... Hopefully, with this third one, they learned from the second because everyone seemed to really enjoy the Tales edition and those moments with Sonic when we got back to focusing on Knuckles. And while shows ninety to one hundred and ten million, yeah. So not you know James Marsden is great, and I love him as Donut Lord. I love his relationship with Sonic, but I feel like we have to focus on that the team now. That yeah, the team, and we have to. I like him as the found family, and mm-hmm. and enjoying those kinds of moments of him feeling like he has parents, mm-hmm. not necessarily the shenanigans of the extended family. Right, right. Even though they're all phenomenal actors, it just doesn't feel in place with this. Look, I don't expect much from like money. I I hope it gets, especially if it's good, it gets a lot of money. I, I'm not too, I'm not worried about that. I'm just happy that we're getting the Sonic Three, and like with Paramount, like possibly going on sale. I I, I do give them. Uh, you know, I do like that they they put properties like that at the forefront. Even if they, it doesn't make them the most money, I do like that they showcase Sonic. Um, it was their uh, it was what they sh- uh, started off with it at the last CinemaCon was that Sonic uh, presentation. I just mm-hmm. like how they love. It seems like the company loves these properties that yeah. I love, and they 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 don't like you said it dropped off in the second Sonic two. Like the money right, dropped yeah. off, sixty and, mil. But they're still going through with Sonic Three. I mean, I know that's not a good for business. Maybe no, not they're shareholders. They're just completing out the the trilogy anyway. I mean, but so. I do like the way Paramount appreciates the properties that they own. For sure, they always give them that love. Because imagine another company buying Paramount. Sonic that could be may why- not be their highest priority. They yeah. might go straight to video. It could be why Paramount is on the chopping block. Yeah, now, but, but you know what? I, I'm gonna enjoy it. Hopefully, while it lasts, I, 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 who knows what's going to happen in Paramount? Yeah, we got a great question in the chat from Mischievous. Do you think that Maria Robotnik's going to be in this because she and Shadow have such a tight relationship? I, I if they go that route, yeah. yes, yes, obviously. But I don't know how. Oh man, it, this movie seems like it's going to be really long if they go through that. But from the the end scene, they found the coordinates, right? Yeah. Um. I don't know. They could go either way. Mm-hmm. This uh, this is going to be like a, a lot of people's first uh, exposure to Shadow. So mm-hmm. they could introduce him in a different way. But that's true. I think 
Yes, she will. Yeah, because the Maria storyline is also pretty complicated it's too. Very, yeah, and it's like, very. She's an estranged cousin of Robotnik. She's got um, this neurological uh, disease that is slowly like killing her. She's terminally ill. Could Kristen Ritter be? That honestly, that could be a potential thing, especially since they're cousins. It's not, you know, Jim Carrey's her right. dad or grandpa you know or something. That could be Maybe a thing that here. Might, they could make that work. That yeah, could I could see that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, it's scheduled to release. Let me see. I have it on this, but my mouse is not working. Uh, so, December um, of 2024. Someone had December. just told me that Sonic 2 made more m money, but actually, so it made more money domestically, but not worldwide. So Sonic the Hedgehog, okay. the first one in 2020, made 148 domestic, and it was like 190 domestic for part two. Mm -hmm. So domestically, okay, yes, it did make about 40 million more, but Worldwide, it's still internationally. It dropped enough where overall it still dropped sixty mil. So come on, let's get let's 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 go. Worldwide, let's all go get on board. We want Sonic to collect all those rings. Yep. Get all those chaos emeralds. Wait to see the first trailer to this. I'm um, so stoked. I'm, yeah, I'm really really pumped. And having Jim Carrey back in the role of Eggman, He's I think back. only makes this even more exciting. But that's just us guys. That's just our opinion. Do you have strong feelings about this? Are you excited about Jim Carrey returning? Were you like, hey, Quentin Tino's sticking to his guns of having to do a final movie? Why aren't you, Jim? How do you, you feel say about Quentin it? Quentin Tino? Quentin Tino? Yes. That's what I call him. Quintino. 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 Yeah. yeah. Don Cheadle juice. <laughs> Don I don't Cheeto know. I, I I was trying to fit that joke in the Beatle Juice segment. John Cheadle oh, Cheeto juice. Love it. I'm Cheeto here juice. For it. Uh, That's perfect. It. It's good tea today. Yeah. Y'all, let us know what you think about all of this movie news in the comments. We are going to get to your questions in just a moment. But before we do, we are first going to take a quick break. And we are going to thank the folks over at Mint Mobile. Guys, we want to take a second to thank a sponsor of this video, Mint Mobile. On average, it takes about 30 days for a person to break their New Year's resolution. So if saving money was on your 2024 list, your odds aren't looking that great. Luckily, I have a 100% guaranteed way to save you money this year. Just switch to Mint Mobile. For a limited time, wireless plans from Mint Mobile are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. I've told you guys many times that after switching to Mint Mobile, I am spending less than a third on my cell bill than I used to with a major carrier. Say goodbye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. All Mint plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And don't worry about having to change phones or numbers. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So guys, to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash camp. That's mintmobile.com slash campia. Cut your wireless bills to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash campia. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And thank you to Mint Mobile for being the sponsor of this episode of the Non-Campia Show. All right, guys, let's get into those <laughs> questions. We got, first up, Josiah Barnhart, who says Deadpool 3 should be called Deadpool Triple uh, X. Perfect play on the X-Men and the Filthy um, that triple X is actually like the movie triple X though. They yeah. use that logo, the small, the large mm -hmm. and the small, uh, PS big fan since 2012. Um, oh, you are legends cool. to me. Aww. Thanks man. I didn't come on until 2014, but yeah, that's when I started working. So you're, you're, you're on, you're on the, oh really? So yeah. he's old school, man. Yeah. He's... I was 2019. 
2019. Yeah. yeah. Nice little stint before the pandemic. I came in in 2014. We were still uh, in the closet at AMC. And that's and when I actually left for a little bit. You left for a little bit. I, then I grabbed your job. I, I actually thought I found a job with health, health insurance and whatever. And I was selling oh, down, and they're like, oh, you're the last one hired? Yeah. We're going to have to let you go. And then you came After. Back. But I then bought, I took over, like, yeah. producing and editing roles, so they kept me. Yeah. After I bought my Disneyland Magic Key whatever no. pass, and I came in Monday, and they're like, my- oh, we got to have to cut down. You said We're not going to do this by work or whatever. It's just you were the last one hired, so oh. bye. And oh, then I was like, yeah. Been there. yeah. Man, a job with health insurance, though. What yeah, that I like? know, That'd man. Health insurance is so expensive. Yes. What, we had it with Collider. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, nice. And I had it with Fine Brothers. But, Man. Yeah. I'm, I'm living that ca- covered California life, baby. Yeah, me well, too that's now. me too. Yeah. California. Yeah, that's me too. Woo-woo. All right. Woo-woo. <laughs> Dr. Stinky. Dr. Stinky. Uh, has anyone realized how much Timothy Chalamet and Natalie Dyer look alike? They are twins. It's crazy. Yo, if you see pictures of them next to each other, it truly is mind-boggling. Boy. Yeah. That? I'm not sure who Natalie the, Dyer The um, sister on Stranger Things. Oh. My. Oh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh boy. They're both beautiful people. Oh boy. But yeah, they they look like they should be oh twins. Oh my god. Here it is. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Ray's just slowly losing his mind. Oh. Well, they're oh, just looking no. like brother and sister. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, it it's crazy. Yeah. But um there was a um let's let's story time a little bit. There okay. was a okay. girl I was well. dating and then I w- it was Oh, just let me get my And then here. I met her brother Sorry. and then he looked exactly like her and me and her brother became good friends and then I just couldn't see unsee that anymore oh it was one of those things where it i've, I've had situations where like it affected me i thought a girl was cute look at her and then i'm like oh my god she looks like her brother yeah so and i was like yeah it's, it, it, it has some sort of effect sometimes though store uh point is never be friends with your whatever person's uh <laughs> don't be friends with your significant especially other if they look like each other don't even look at them oh man yeah yeah that's it's a good thing my brother and i don't look that much alike <laughs> He goes out in the sun. <laughs> He's got pigment. <laughs> Renetta. But that's a good call right there. Right. Uh, happy Groundhog Day, y'all. Is that today? Is it? Uh, so did the, the, the Groundhog. What's Puxatawney Phil doing? Groundy it is Groundhog Hedgehog. Day. Yeah. <gasps> Groundy. I'm going to check well, things out. it's Groundhog out. Day again. Uh, great movie. One of my favorite Bill, uh, Bill Murray films. I love the dinner scene when he uh, says we, French for yes, yes, we. Uh, what is your favorite scene or quote from the movie? Bring on a V filthy. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, honestly, like, it's, it's not even like, I just love when he does say that. He's like, well, it's Groundhog's Day again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just yeah, love that. Everything in that movie is fabulous. Uh, also, Pakistani Phil did uh, see his shadow. So his prediction is there will be six more weeks of winter. All right. Mm-hmm. It seems that way. We're, we're getting hit. I think that's what it said, at least. We're getting hit with a bunch of rain Did I get in the correct California, one? and it's going to go across the south Maybe that's for like it. the next week plus. Yep. Apparently, we're, California's supposed to get oh. as much rain in like a few weeks as it does in a year. Wait, no, I read the wrong one. He saw his, it's spring. Okay, so we're not I mean, going to get that rain. Yeah, well, yeah, let's <laughs> We're getting that rain. Um, either way, we're testing the weather on a groundhog. Yeah. So, very scientific. Listen, it is science. So. I mean, I love Puxatawney Phil. Um... TJ Slab Dragon Watson with a $20 super chat. Thank you. Uh, I love your posts too, man. You have like a great collection of comics. Yeah, yeah. My co- oh, speaking of which, my comic collection has hit the milestone of 2,500 CGC slabs. Dang. Woo. Man. 
You're killing it, man. Thank you so much Your for that generous game donation. Is killing it. Yeah, no, no, you, man. you could have done some damage with that $20 donation. So thank you very, very much. Um, and your collection is astounding. That's Check wonderful. out the slab on that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slabs on that Slabs guy. Slabs for days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So Sam Fisher writes, what is everyone's biggest movie pet peeve? Mine is when you have a few to several biologically related characters that look nothing alike. Oh, that one doesn't bother I can, me. I can yeah. see that, but it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, just ahead. from my experience, Logan and his brothers look nothing alike. They don't look alike at all. And they all have the same parents, allegedly. No, they do. I know, Mary. Uh, mine is just, it's always been, oh, we're a group of people, which I would actually do if, like, I had to stay, like, at a haunted house. I would take a group of people. Why is there always that person, or they always go by themselves? Somewhere they don't need to, or they don't wait until morning. You got to push go. the story along. Sometimes you got to give the character like a nudge. I don't like because if you're a group, you stay with you at least take someone with you. It's always, oh, you guys go right there. I'm no, it's fine. I'll be by myself. Right I'll be fine. I hate that. I just hate it. I hate when uh, someone's brushing their teeth in a scene, and they just spit in the sink. But there's like, because it's probably not hooked up to plumbing or whatever, but oh. whatever think, reason, they're yeah. trying to cut the scene short. Mm-hmm. They just spit in the sink and then they're done. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yo, first off, rinse that down the sink, but also yeah. rinse your mouth out because spitting once doesn't do it unless you weren't using toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really grosses me out. There's a scene in uh, Pulp Fiction where she spits in the sink. There's a scene recently that happened again in uh, Dumb Money uh, oh. where he's brushing his teeth and he just spits in the sink and then goes to bed. I'm like, in what world? Yeah. No. Uh, I'd be like, we can't be in a relationship yeah. ever again. Unless they're in a rush. No, I don't Still care. Still get that stuff out. Um, I have that yeah. with when people are washing dishes in a movie and they just put it on the drying rack, still covered in soap. <laughs> like, you're an animal. Um, and then people not saying goodbye on the phone, I think is so weird and off-putting. And I understand that that takes a moment. <laughs> But I think it's, I just, I, I think it's oh so rude. God, okay, hang on. Oh my God. Hang on, hang on, hang on, okay. Well, right. I would never, if we were on the phone, Ray, and I was just all of a sudden like, yeah, make sure that's done. And I let, like hung up on you. You'd be like, what a bitch. No, no, I'll be like, oh, she never wants she to say busy. goodbye to me. Yeah. See? Okay, so. I mean, that's sweet. <laughs> the, you literally read my mind. Because oh. this was what I was going to say first, but I went with the toothpaste. And I was good. this is my follow-up. Mm-hmm. So I can't believe, Dominic, you, you brought this up. I hate when someone picks up a coffee cup, a cup of coffee that is clearly empty. It drives me nuts. They'll have like a, like a especially if they're like in a police station, and it's mm-hmm. like a styrofoam cup. And, just, and it's just like, well, they drink. But when they set it down, you can tell there's no weight to it in their hand. Yeah. And they set it down. It's like, click, clink. It's just I, a, like obviously a clear glass. But when you have like a mug or something like full of, of wonderful tea, um, Dominic. You nailed it. Yeah. yeah. That's why when I do my self-tapes, when I do my auditions, I, f- I fill up a cup if I have to have a prop. Because mm. I think it looks stupid when you're just like, wee. I think you're just angry at this. I'm usually, cup. I'm usually on set and I'm like, on, on this looks stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Who's the director anyway? Oh my gosh, hate it. Yeah. Well, can't stand it. I get a lot of work. You guys uh, like pay attention to the movies way I should have been much. an actor at some point in my life. I would have had fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, or a stand-up comedian. Um where do we leave off? What's everyone's biggest pet peeve? Okay, TJ Perry. In Wahlberg's new King Arthur, the dog goes home with the team. The happiest of endings after an insane story that ESPN aired years ago. Happy balling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I said it might be a tough watch. And only because of the part of the trailer where it seems like the dog gets bullied mm-hmm. by uh, more vicious dogs because it's in the, at the, in the pound. Yeah. Or whatever. 
I, I could just turn away and not watch that scene. I don't I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've heard it has a, a happy ending, which is great. Do you know about the website? Does the dog die? No. It tells you like it. It, it tells you if any like anything bad happens in the movie. Basically, you can look up a movie, and you can just be like, "Hey, I just need to know." Like, trigger warning. Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. Like, does that donkey die? Um. Uh, well, moving on. <laughs> oh, something happens. <laughs> uh, Raymond Verrata writes, "Carl Weathers. I last saw him in at Fan Expo in December. Man, it is." He was so full of life. Yeah. So it's so crazy. It really, really is. Yeah. I'm still a little shook from that news. I know. I, I just don't know how to react. I, it just kind of popped up. Just it's, a little bit really off sad. right now. So. It's really mm-hmm. sad. Um, all right. Harry Bagel says, uh, HB loves BBC. Harry Bagel loves the Batman Beyond. Yay, Beyonce. Harry Bagel. Mm. We love Harry Bagel. I know. Yeah. Who's y'all's favorite Star Wars Beagle. character? Okay. Darth Maul. Well, Max you definitely Rebo. love Darth you Darth definitely Maul. love Maul. Was that ironic or you love... I mean, I do love Max Rebo and I do want a spin-off series following mm-hmm. him touring the galaxy. All right. But I mean, I probably my actual favorite character is Leia, which I know is basic, but I love her. Yeah, I mean, my, my basic would be Luke. Yeah. But mm. I'll have to think about that. Let me think What about, about off character then? We won't go with the main. What, is there any... Well, that's what like, I have to think about. Yeah, fucking Max Rebo. That, Max Rebo or, or Salacious Crumb. Hey, Jorge, thank, welcome to Actor Man. Thank hey. you. Hey, enjoy. We got Michael Gonzalez as Obi Wan. Oh, Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan. That's I mean, a good he's call. Great. Yeah. By the way, your uh, uh, Michael Gonzalez's uh, little avatar there, or whatever you want to call it. <gasps> great scene in, in the upcoming Dune. Riding that uh, sandworm. Yep. Woo woo. All right, I'll, 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 I'll give you an actual answer uh, on like an off, like not Luke. But I got to think about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Venom Carnate says. We won't end the show until you give us that. Though. No, we'll just sit here. No, seriously. <laughs> he, he paid for this. He's yeah. getting his answer whether I have to sit here or not. Exactly. All right. Good afternoon, guys. What are your thoughts on the removal of some ca- character arcs for. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Oh, yeah that action and how the showrunners believe it needs to be like Game of Thrones. Thoughts. But what do you mean by Game of Thrones? So they left because it needs to be like darker like Game of Thrones? I mean, first off, do we even know that that one character arc, like, so supposedly there was a report of changing some of the storylines? I need to follow up on that. I'm honestly trying to just go into this of seeing Avatar for what it is. I'm going to watch the trailers. I I followed the account on Instagram. They might have even just like cut, like, recreated that scene for other reasons. Because here's what doesn't make sense to me: it isn't like being woke or whatever. Because just because he says that, because his character learns from that yeah. situation. So that'd be a learning situation. So something tells me there's another reason they possibly, if it's even confirmed, rewrote that scene mm-hmm. or not. But at the end of the day, is it's a series. So it's going to be one scene in a series. Are you really going to like remember that? Yeah. Well, this goes back to what we always talk about with adaptation, too. And I've obviously been guilty of this. Thor, Love, and Thunder um, with with the first season of Umbrella Academy of, oh, why isn't this exactly a shot-for-shot remake of that thing I love? Well, because then I can just go watch that thing I love. Like, they did it with Psycho. That's a shot-by-shot remake. And I don't like that. I'll just go watch the original one. So we got to remember that these people, even though they are taking something that we love as fans, they do get to make it their own. They do get to try other things because also certain things don't translate from medium to medium. So I feel like we just need to take a step back from the stories being reported. And I know that's rich coming from a movie news show, but maybe we just let things happen and maybe we see how we feel about it. Okay, so the concern here is that the showrunner of the Netflix series 
stated that they changed some of the storylines and themes to aim at fans of the HBO's series Game of Thrones. Oh, so it's so a little, they were so modeled, it's actually a little darker. Then. Yeah, so they're they they and uh. It seems to have rubbed the wrong fans of the actual... I can see that. I mean, there's people in the chat saying fake Avatar. Again, we haven't even seen this, though, so how can you say something's fake? Well, and not fake Avatar. Okay, fake Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because, like, unless you actually just only like the black and white comics, then everything's fake Ninja Turtles since the 80s. But, 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 I understand. I'm right. No, 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 no. (laughs) It's lonely being right. John was right. And it's lonely, and he's lonely, too. There's, 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 there's parts where I... You know, if you baby something, like if you if you love something a lot, you're gonna want to baby. They're it, gonna right? be hypersensitive to it. Um, but obviously, they sold. They have the rights. They don't have the rights to where someone can change it. So that's uh, their own issue. Yeah. The difference is just. Uh, hopefully, you could be open to seeing a different retelling. You I, know what I mean? Like Mutant Mayhem wasn't my Ninja Turtles. It was far from the Ninja Turtles I know. Yeah. But I was open to seeing it because. If you keep seeing the same thing over and over, the same story that you know, the, the, the it, it gets repetitive a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can change the way they look, and like, I've, that's why I'm always open to different interpretations. But I, I do see how some people could feel it's disrespectful, I especially see. if it's like had such like a long running uh, show, where sure. sp- uh, particular themes and they want to see particular themes and storylines from it that have been changed. To uh, please a different audience than yeah. the actual audience that loved the show, I see how people could get offended by that or like be put off by that. I can see I that too. Understand. I mean, and I, I, you guys know, I'm a huge Avatar fan. So much so, I, what I did before I came here was I was making videos on things like Steven Universe and Avatar, and and Nickelodeon sent me my Steelbook as a present. Right? I love this show, but I think. You know, we've talked about this, too, of how do we get other fans excited about this series? How we, can we bring people in so they do go back and go, oh, actually, I really like the original one. Oh, no, I really like this, the spin-off this is a, I love the novels. It's a story old as time. Yeah. I mean, people only like the original three Star Wars, okay? People only like the Game of Thrones novels because the shows weren't the same. Mm-hmm. People only like OG Star Trek. No names mentioned here. I mean, <laughs> who could that be? So that being said, you can you can make a, all the fuss you want in the world. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do, every iteration of something, whether it's Ninja Turtles, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, whatever, you're still going to have those people who are like, it's not like the original or it's just fan fiction then in my head. It doesn't right. matter. They're there to appeal to audiences. If the audiences don't like it, they'll get the message. If they oh. do like it, message received and also like i get i get the frustration but also at the same time don't don't blind yourself to not giving what could possibly be just a good show in general a chance you know it feels a little unstable to me that let's say you watched it and maybe you hated the whole thing then fine let's say you watched it and there was like maybe just 10 percent of that entire series where you're like it wasn't like the original and i'm sticking to my guns the creators walked away therefore i hate it it seems a little unstable to ignore the other 90% that mm-hmm. you actually truthfully, you're not being honest with yourself yeah. or you're just, I don't know. It just seems a little unstable yeah. and well, like whatever. Anytime you're rooting for something to to fail because you like the source material, I just think that's odd as a fan. Then go back to the source material. I, I, you, no one owes you anything. No. So go back to the source <laughs> material, right? Yeah. I just, I think it's weird where I know, I know. 
I didn't, I didn't have high hopes going into the Flash, but I was hoping it would blow my mind, right? Because I love that character. But you have the source material. And I can go, and it was, hey, this movie's not for me. I'm glad other people liked it, and yeah. I can go watch other things that I liked. You've got other, maybe you like Grant Gustin, or maybe you didn't, or maybe yeah. you just like, the, you know, I don't All know. All those things still exist, so, so you can always check it out. Exactly, that's the point. Like, yeah. guys, you can find things you love about, you don't, you don't have to continue the journey with uh, uh, IP in mm-hmm. all its iterations, but also you don't have to be like, if you like this, it, you're you're stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. I know we've talked about it for a while, y'all, but just a friendly reminder: you are watching a show where we talk constantly about the subjectivity of art, of yeah. movies, and television, and hopefully that's part of why you're here is because we all have different opinions on things, and there's not a right one. There can't be a right one. Yeah. It's just an opinion, and I know we joke about it sometimes. Of correct, that's how you should feel, but at the end of the day. It's fun. It's fun stuff that sometimes moves you or makes you laugh or, or brightens your day or helps you gut through an emotional thing. So there's no right thing here. It's just yeah. what vibes with certain people. No worries. <laughs> I, I feel like I come off sometimes as a, a guy that just eats everything that's served to him, which I do look like it. But I mean, Ray. like, 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 I mean, I mean, Thanks, I mean, I mean, I mean. Just be open to something different. I mean, if it ends up you don't like it, then and you gave it a shot, then that's it. Just move on, and then save all this ammunition, this ammunition for after when the show comes out. Yeah, because then if it doesn't work, you could go back to this argument. You should have went with the storylines. You should have, because sometimes, like comics, you can't put what's in the comics on the on on the big screen mm-hmm. and think it's gonna work the same way. Like the century when it comes out, mm-hmm. I know it's not going to be the century. I know. Yeah. I already know that, but I'm so excited for this movie to come out. I mean, or him did, to, did to the, appear. Did the creators walk away from the M. Night version? I believe so. Well, they just like to walk away a lot. I think so. But you know, so mm. stick with the creators or stick with the alternate. Or go watch the show. You know, alternates, yeah. whatever. Uh, the cartoon. All right. So up next, we got James Germain. Um, who says, hey, guys, saw the first episode of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and it was really good and well-written. Keep it filthy. I am so excited to watch it because uh, a buddy of mine, Ralph Lopez, he's in that first episode. Oh, nice. I'm so excited to go see him in it. Ah, I'm really pumped about that I haven't that seen any trailers to this yet. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't see the movie, so but I do like Donald Grove. Love him. He, he was like one of the surprises in The Martian. Such a small role, but he played yeah, it, it like so well, that character so well. So yeah, uh, I'll probably check it out. It's is it on Amazon? Yeah, it's on Prime. Okay, then I oh, I won't check it out then, because I rarely watch anything on. The other night, I, I'm sorry, Amazon. I love your service, whatever. But you got to put more stuff that's on there. Th- that's for me. I'm gonna be selfish here. You gotta put more stuff that's like I want to go back there for. Maybe it's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Maybe it is. Maybe. But then what after? That's the problem. The what after. Like, I, I went the whole night the other night going through Amazon Prime. Seen it, seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not into this, not into this. You know, but it's like everyone's dilemma, right? That's fair. Yeah, yeah there's bigger problems in the world. <laughs> it doesn't really matter if I But when find you're being choosy about your streamers, I get it. I ended up falling asleep with the remote in my hand, so. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. I'm Sometimes sure I fall asleep Logan with cookies, does it all the time too, or it's just cookies <laughs> or a remote. That's yeah. all I fall asleep with. It's like a crime scene for diabetes or something oh like that. God. Diabetes and like laziness. Yeah, uh, he's still alive, but I think he's been hit with a laziness, <laughs> uh, suffering from extreme laziness. 
We got Jonathan Honthy who says, thanks for an awesome daily show to listen to. You're welcome. Thanks, thanks for messaging us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quantum of Zen with a two-parter here. Hi, Jonathan. That's me. Some of my recent posts put you behind the live stream eight ball and stepped on other folks' questions. My apologies for that. You're an amazing producer. Thank you. And I don't want to make your job more difficult. Thanks for all you do for the community here. What was I he mean, I appreciate to? the kind words. What's he referring to? Yeah. I don't understand what happened. Yeah, was I don't either. Behind the scenes stuff? I don't either, but uh, I, look. What was the name of the writer? Quantum Listen, I'm getting Zen. to that. Oh. Quantum. Number one, don't feel like you ever have to apologize to me. I mean, unless you said something truly, like, hurtful. Uh, and then secondly, man, like, you don't, listen, you guys don't make our job hard. You guys make it easy because, you know, you interact with us and we get to play off of, like, your questions and you bring energy to the show. So no need to apologize. And I also appreciate the kind words. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, Dr. Sinky uh, says, hey, John and crew, as someone very passionate about cinema, I feel guilty for not seeing certain things. Uh, but I guess there is so much to watch. Uh, does anyone else feel this way? Anyway, love y'all. All the time. I, I mean, I guess to a certain degree, but how guilty are you talking? Like, don't feel super guilty. <laughs> well, like, I experience it every day. Like, yeah. don't, don't be like, uh, today I something terrible. It. I mean, today you experienced it? Yeah. Yeah. And glorious well, bastards. Oh, Both well, of you guys love it and watched it. I've never even, but I don't yeah. want you to feel guilty. No, I'm it. just saying that's what, that's what I, I feel like. I missed out like Godfather. I didn't watch that for the Whoa. longest time until yeah, we were had did. to, and that's a brilliant movie. Yeah. Like it hooked it me is, from the but start. Well, okay, freak and, out. I'm yeah. like, calm down. And to yeah. your point, like, you have time, man. So mm-hmm. if you didn't watch it all right now, you can watch it later. But here's yeah. But here's my problem. I'm a, more of a future guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When people are like, You're about that future. I love that Star Trek or uh, Star War, Star LA. Wars original trilogy. Yeah. yeah. My favorite Star Wars movie is Force Awakens. Well, there you go. I just yeah. like the new. I some it's hard for me to go back. I mean, I I, I do for some of the special movies. I sure. do need to go back for some. I of get those. that. If I wasn't shown something by my parents as a kid, I I didn't see it typically until I actually started studying film in college, right? Because I wasn't going to the movie theater until the '90s. So when people freak out that I didn't see certain things in the '80s and things, it's just well, I was still a tiny little sperm. But even yeah, but <laughs> I couldn't see a movie. But even like. Even if he's talking about current movies or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, just because you're passionate about something, no one expects you to see everything or get involved with everything. There's only so much time in the, and, and you have a life beyond your passion, right? For like film or whatever. So even if you worked in the industry, you still have a life. You have friends, yeah. you have girlfriends, husbands, wives, whatever. You have uh, pets. You have other things that you have to get to. So Mm -hmm. don't feel guilty. You will get to it and no one's holding you to anything. The slab is too big for some of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless you're slab dragon. Then you have too many. Yeah, all the slabs. Yeah, he's a dragon and he has a slab. Wow. Damn. Everything Movie Talk says, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Totally didn't expect to hear this news today. It was a shock. Yeah, Yeah. really was. Yeah. And just, uh-huh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But, yeah, I'm sorry. The the when we we when me and uh, Jonathan were at Collider, we had Dennis. Everyone knows Dennis. He had a couple of Funko Pops on his desk, mm-hmm. and I noticed Jonathan start bringing in in his Funko Pops. Uh-huh. I was like, Why am I sitting in the middle of these two guys who seem to be we uh, Funko competing with each other with walls of Funkos? <laughs> I need to get one, right? I need to get at least one so I could be a part of this team. The very first one I bought was Apollo Creed. I still have it. It's my Aww. favorite pop. I cannot believe 
this man passed away. I'm still shocked. I'm a little shook still. Um, but uh, hopefully, uh, uh, thoughts and prayers again to uh, his family. Yeah. All right. Uh, Andy says, I was confused yesterday. How is uh, Sokka? Sokka. Yeah. I almost said it wrong again. No worries. Not a bender. Dude was tapping you and Suki and <laughs> if he wanted to, Ty Lee and Toph. My guy was bending everyone over. Andy, oh, Andy, they're wow. children. They're children, Andy. Although yeah. we we do know that like Sokka yeah. and yeah, Sokka uh, was a little Sokka. Yeah. All right. He he went off into the tent with the the Kyoshi warrior. See now 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 Andy, you should feel guilty for that. But <laughs> unlike Doctor Stinky, feel guilty Stinky. about not seeing enough. Andy. Yeah. This Goodness is these gracious. are things you should feel guilty. That for, was folks. way on the nose right there. We, everyone <laughs> got that one. Um, Jake Clark, rest in peace, Carl. Rest in peace, Carl Weathers. Uh, he should have been nominated for Rocky. Loved him in Predator and Mando as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guzman says thoughts on Larry David attacking Elmo on live TV. I thought it was hilarious. He didn't even attack him. All he did was like grab him, and then he like fake punched, but didn't even make contact. Was this like a new episode? It was or just something? a bit. It was just a bit on oh. like a new on like a news a da- show. Daily show. Yeah, yeah. On he the Today like Show. Go off the rails and attack Elmo. My gosh, uh, Elmo an inanimate was a, object. By the Elmo's, way, Elmo's uh, Twitter was on fire yesterday. Oh well, because Elmo did like a little like. How are you doing today? Uh, Elmo wants to know how everyone's doing. People like uh, trauma dumped on him. I yeah. Think. And then Elmo chose to react sweetly and was like, oh, I should ask more. Yeah. Mental no, health and is then he also got a bunch of the Sesame Street to reply. You know? Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, it, it just shows you uh, how tough life is for a lot of people here. It's hard right out there now. for an Elmo. Well, whether it's the economy or things like that, it's just yeah. there's a lot of people that are having a tough time. So I hope everyone can get through whatever uh, things that they're dealing with. I, I'm, I'm, I certainly deal with my things too. Like I don't, I don't blast it out loud. I try to, I'm like one in that if I have a problem, I'm going to take care of myself. Like my dad, it's like, don't, don't, I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to go head on, try to rid it. It's just the way I am. But uh, there's other people that really do, do need their friends, uh, no, uh, love from, um, others. So if people are reaching out, you, you, you gotta at least try to be there for them and, uh, make sure they're okay. Because, uh, People are gone the next day and, and uh, out of nowhere, you know. Say so, uh, Carl Weathers, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, just, just you know, just, just try to get through it. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's turn into a really how, philosophical how therapy. Elmo getting strangled to this? No, no, but I, just reading because I actually went onto that Twitter and yeah. I actually read some of the people that oh, were, okay. and it, it, it's half of them kind of felt like maybe they're just joking just to tease Elmo. But let's imagine everyone was truthful. There's a lot of people who need help mm-hmm. out there right now. And let's hope everyone gets through it. Hopefully living here becomes better because it's it's tough right now. Yeah. It's expensive to live here. It's a it's a dark and very, very expensive timeline. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, man. So, yeah, Jonathan, though. There you go. I'm kind of lost as to yeah, what we're talking about. Don Cheeto Juice. <laughs> I appreciate Cheeto the positivity. Baby. Guzman. Oh, no, we read <laughs> no, you. Gene Check writes, uh, what do you call a whale without undies, a free willy? Mm. But you know, if the whale was a willy, but the whale is mm. oh, Chris, you're giving him that. Yeah, the structure you're on giving this. Me, was, oh, wow, know, that's a way level. Listen, Gene, I want you to work with. I want. Where am I going? I want you to work work with for Andy Chris. a little bit on your guys' material. I think if, if you got look, we can workshop Andy stuff, and Gene. It could be the new comedy team. Mm. You know, and Gene. I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah. and Gene could be the new uh, 
Bob Hope and Bing Gene Crosby B. of our time. <laughs> you know, Andy and Gene. No, I love the jokes. I don't care what anyone else says. Um, and then we got Venom Carnate again, who says, still excited li for live action. Uh, uh, Avatar. Avatar. Uh, every time I see this, I think of I'm, my brain is saying Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> um, see you at Feb at the February tune up, Chris. Oh, oh, February tune up. This is probably this is probably Rob. This is one of my students. Okay. Um, we do this thing. Uh, oh, you like students. a voice tune up? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I was, but once a month, okay. there's a just because acting classes are really expensive, mm -hmm. um, and I think that's dumb. So that you can make your agents happy, I do this thing with my students. That's just the tune up. So it's like. 20 bucks a month, you get a two hour class. And that way we all can meet up, hang out. Voiceover is really lonely too. So you get to just like hang and, out with other voice actors from all over the country. And, and it's super fun. And just because they wrote in exclusive on this show, Chris is going to read your report card, buddy. There you go. <laughs> all A's. All A's. If it is Rob, so we did a, we did a class called Dungeons and Dialects, mm. uh, where we basically kind of do a and d campaign, but then we play around with exertion noises from video games, being specific about how uh, fighting noises would sound if you were doing video game acting, and then working on dialects while improvising so that you kind of just don't think so hard about it. And Rob killed it. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was a tiefling who was a southern gentleman. Oh, it's so good. I could do that. It was really good. Hit yeah. me. Uh, southern gentleman. <laughs> I love Dialect. It. <laughs> I still sound Filipino. It doesn't matter. That's okay. You can work with Logan. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I think I'm ready to go to the big show already. Already? Yeah, right. I'm going to skip all the tutorials. So southern gentleman, was he going like... Like the harder edge of like the Georgia, the side? very Georgia or, one, yeah, or, the molasses out of your mouth one, but not like Virginia. No, I love the stately Virginia. Oh, stately Virginia is fun. Yeah, it's a little puffed yeah. up. That's a good stuff. All about this. That's that's that. my voice. Every time I hear myself when Jonathan's editing the video, and I hear my voice, all I hear is <laughs> because like I'm I, I just hate he has my a, voice. he deals with a lot of self. Yeah, yeah. Guys. There's yeah. a little self confidence issues there. Well, we're going to move over to our uh, members here. Black Adder says, hi, John and crew with Henry Cavill. Uh, being in Argyle just five minutes, do you consider it to be false advertising? <gasps> no. Uh, I consider it a disappointment or yeah. disappointing. <laughs> I love but, that Ray and I both learned that at the exact same time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we also realized what? that he was a fictional character, like a meta-fictional character in the yeah. film. So I didn't expect him to be like oh half and half. Yeah. But I did expect like maybe 20 minutes. Maybe, maybe 15. What? Yeah. Three times as much. Five minutes? Yeah. That's 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 probably oh man. I'm oh because I wanted to He's see that flat top. Collar. He's I wanted to see that flat top all for a longer time. Yeah, we get it for yeah. five or six minutes. So there you go. I don't know that's a spoiler. It's gotten pretty panned reviews, guys. I mean yeah. that's just part of it, is like he doesn't appear much in it. We don't talk about what happened. Yeah. yeah. Or to the donkey. Um <laughs> that poor donkey. CJ Rebirth says, I'm excited for the Avatar Netflix series, but I'm also sending, uh, seeing why the OG creators left. They apparently taking out stuff from the OG first season that shows Aang and as is just a kid is like if The Last of Us hadn't included Ellie reading the pun book uh, to Joel or the magazine car scene. Well, again, I guess they've seen more of the movie than we have. So I, I guess so. I, could, I could take it on faith that that's what that, you know, and they've seen the script either yeah. way. We haven't seen the whole film. To me, and this might sound a little cold, it's like, okay, you're the original creators. And someone else had said, well, I, if I was the original creator and someone changed my stuff, I'd run out in a huff too. But at the same time, 
you sold off your creation mm -hmm. with the ability for yeah. others to make changes so that you should have then stuck to your guns oh. and not sold it but with those rights. But I understand what he's saying now. I, I understand I what the gripe is. Yeah. If, if a lot of the show was Aang growing up, like I always, when we talk about Spider-Man and we they want to reboot it, how I always say, I want to see him in high school again, mm -hmm. like a longer period. Because I love that part of the Spider-Man thing, right? I'm the opposite. I, I, right? I prefer so Spider-Man post-college. If yeah. the Aang's growing up as a adult. kid and being a child is a big part of the animated series and they completely wipe that off and just start with him coming from the sky or yeah. whatever we saw in the trailer. But we don't know. I get it. Mean... I, I get it. I get I get if that was the part that you liked about the animated series yeah. the most and they totally skip it. I get it. But you know what? Uh, uh, me, I don't even have a One Punch Man live action. You know, uh, I applaud Netflix for even actually attempting to bring these uh, animated series to live action. That's what I'll give them at least, because I think they're the ones that are, if there is going to be a One Punch Man live action, it's going to be on Netflix. I, I'm pretty sure there's no other. No place one else that, is trying to get gonna, that game. Yeah. So well, look, you, you either got to stick to your gun. I don't. I don't know how the structure works with their ownership. They created it, but mm -hmm. you either stick to your guns and and you hold off for. The deal that you like or you sold the rights and in those rights it says we can change certain yeah. aspects so i mean you either know the deal you're getting in or you don't i yeah. don't know well and you got to remember too guys avatar the last airbender it's mostly killer but there is filler there is there are filler episodes in there and there are things that you can skip and so i do think it makes sense if we do remove some of those that are some of the goofier episodes but we're not going to get away it is impossible, in my opinion, and I'm saying this again without having seen the show, you can't get away from the fact that they're kids mm -hmm. because they're kids. They yeah. purposefully cast people who it wasn't this, like, everyone's not the over 18 to look younger. The kid playing Aang is a kid. Wait, you know? when, when does this start showing? So Avatar. we can't jump that because it is being played by people who look like children and teenagers mm -hmm. now we might take away some of the goofy stuff and maybe when i watch it i'll feel totally differently about this and be like i can't believe yeah. they didn't put in more cactus juice i can't believe they didn't do more with the cabbage man but we gotta wait and see oh yeah. february 22nd Ooh. So we'll find pretty soon it's this you know. month we'll find out yeah you know it's not it's not we're, i'm we're not saying this to like like we're on the defense for this thing for like sure you got, we don't care if you like it or don't we hope you enjoyed it if yeah. you don't you have your reasons i respect that i'm just saying it comes down to the deal the creators made. So yeah, you know. and I want you guys to give it. I want give it the good old college try. Come on, y'all, just tune in. And if you like it, cool. And if you don't, yeah, then it's stupid. And you go move binge on. that show. And go keep binge in mind, the animated series. Keep in mind, half of the audience they're trying to get to are ones that have, have never even never seen even it. seen it. Yeah, like me, I'm going into this. Yeah, very blind. I'm gonna go back and watch. If I love anything enough, I always go back and watch what the original of something. Oh, I always do. Whether it's a book or whatever. So. They have to get that. That 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 might be more important to. We're gonna some, get some places. We're gonna right? get another round of this with the Harry Potter series oh, reboot because it's a series reboot versus the movies, right? Yeah. We're gonna get a lot of this too. So yeah. buckle up. It's gonna be just like that. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire all over again? Yeah. Um, also, Ron H in the chat, you said we better have Cabbage Man in there. Not only do we have Cabbage Man, we have the actor who played him voicing it. Yes, Serena, Rihanna, thank you. Uh, the voice actor who played Cabbage Man is going to be playing Cabbage Man. I love the way Chris is pointing to the screen like it's a person that's right in front of 
Oh. I mean, basically, well, no, they brought she's it here. Oh, she's okay. here with oh, okay, me. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't see that part. Oh, no. I just thought you were like, uh, <laughs> all right. I, I did get really excited. Like, yes, yeah, she knows. <laughs> uh, so we got Mista here, 47. Oh, I just like, Ooh. what the heck? Okay. Why do you all think another Mario film hasn't been announced yet? Wouldn't it make more sense to capitalize on it instead of waiting? Well, you can't just announce a film if you don't have one you have to have the deals in place. So you can't just announce a film if the deals aren't even in place. And it's Nintendo. And, and so you got to make right. sure your, your director's available, your writers are available, your animators are available, and you can't just say, hey, we're doing this, and then like four years later, you finally get it together. Yeah. And you got to make sure you have the budgets. You got to make sure you have a script that's even worth putting out. There could be scripts that they're, they have treatments, but they're like, this isn't right yet. Yeah. So until they have a script that they can get behind, they're not going to announce anything. It's all about That's putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. That's like if we said, like, the John Campy show hadn't, like, existed yet, and we're like, we made an announcement. Like, but you knew John from other iterations of, like, Collider or whatever. Hey, we got this new thing. We're going to have this. The, the, it's going to be the John Campia show, and it's going to be amazing. Cool. Do you have a place to shoot? No. Do you have equipment? No. Do you have a cast? No. Like... You have to have things kind of just a dream in my heart. They can't even. They heart. can't even think about all that. Nintendo is the main thing. They they baby their properties like crazy, and they should. If, and yeah. if there's anything that seems like it's a Mario ripoff, they will go after them. I believe when Nintendo wants to do the sequel, the sequel will come because they yeah. made money. The studios would have already announced it. I think. Yeah. I think it's Nintendo that's uh, might Probably. be holding this one up. They, well, and you know, let's call a spade a spade too, y'all. I loved. Super Mario Brothers? It's not a great script. No. It's really fun. It's really pretty, but there's barely a story there, which everyone's going to be like, that's like the games. There are some stories in these games, you guys. You can pull from these. So this next movie can't just bank on it looking this beautiful and having that nostalgia thing. It's going to have to deliver a little bit we're more. Go we're going anyways, Chris. I mean, well, we who are. Who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? But are we going to go see it five times, Ray? I didn't need to. It still made a billion. One time I mean, for that's me. fair. One that's time fair. for me, baby. I know. You were the deciding factor. <laughs> I took Ray. it over that billion. Yeah. That was that last ticket. It was like the, the Ray or a push. Ray. Yeah. Yep. There you mm -hmm. go. With the countdown, like yeah. movie pet peeve. It's always at three, two, one that the thing happened. <laughs> three, two. Why does it always, why do they always get to that point? Three, two, one. Go, Jonathan. Next question. All right. Yo, Teej says, Catherine O'Hara is just cast in The Last of a Season 2. That's Ooh. exciting. Yes. And he guesses who she's playing. Not at all. I'm not it's as such a massive with the story, movie. and I'm just kind of thinking of anyone that like with her age, but they could also adapt. I mean, yeah. she could be someone from Shit's their Creek. Uh, their town. Yeah, that that literally could have been named. <laughs> Moira Shit's just comes over. She yeah. survived somehow. She could have been from that town. She could be living up in Seattle. She, uh, Joe, these clickers are very problematic, and I don't like them. Yeah, I, I can tell you one thing. Would my would whatever she's from, playing, I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, with Catherine uh, O'Hara, yeah. she plays the annoying person so well to me mm -hmm. when she wants to be annoyed. She she's irritated me a lot through <laughs> a lot of her things. Whether it was meant to be that way or not, she has that it factor in yeah. that uh, in that area for me. She could be the complaining lady that deserves to die. Oh, when the zombie eats them, I'm like, that might be the only one I don't feel bad for. That might have came too late. It should have happened earlier. But who knows? She's She's got range. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, we have time for a couple more here. So, uh, 15 more. Yeah, 15 more. <laughs> 
Uh, well, we don't even have 15 more. Oh. Started playing Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League <laughs> today, and so far it's actually pretty fun. Oh, cool. Captain Boomerang is actually the most fun to play because he can access the Speed Force. Ooh. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, bittersweet knowing this is one of the last times we'll hear Kevin Conroy as Batman. Yeah. So we talked we about that a little bit yesterday, yeah. but I'm glad you're enjoying the game. And hey, it's it's really fabulous that we get another performance of Kevin Conroy after he gave us so many incredible ones as Batman. Yeah, and unfortunately, just because of what we were mentioning earlier with the economy, it's like these this game is going to have to be, I'm going to play the long game on this one. Yeah. I'm going to have to wait on this one. But everyone who's gotten it, I hope you enjoy it for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we got Michael Kurtz who writes... Uh, BBC crew, since John isn't here, I currently go to film school and have found that a lot of classmates are somewhat elitist. No kidding. Uh, if you don't like X thing or prefer X content, that makes you not as good because of their insecurities. Yeah. Have you known people like this? Uh, about <laughs> almost everyone like that I've encountered throughout my life. Not everyone I know, yeah. but like throughout my life, I have just, yes. Guys, have you ever read the chat? It's not always sweet to us. <laughs> How do you change the conversation to uh, we can like that? What well we can like what we like and that's okay. I think you just did. Yeah. I think you just kind of have to be like it's cool. Like honestly. Absolutely, y'all. I I cannot tell you how many times too I've gotten made fun of for my kind of Mount Rushmore of movies, right? Because I'm I'm Muppets Die Hard, where I think Muppet Christmas Carol is one of the best films that has ever been made. I love Clue. I love the Philadelphia Story. They're movies that a lot of other people don't think are cinema. And here's the thing: if you only like the same things. And if all your film school friends are only consuming the same stuff, they're all going to be inspired by the same thing. They're going to be churning out things trying to be Scorsese. They're going to be churning out things trying to be Tarantino instead of taking inspiration from all over and making really cool, innovative shit. Like Wes Anderson, he did his own thing and now he's a sauteur, right? And maybe you like him or maybe you don't, but that's part of the film school experience is taking from everything. You know, seeing something like Voyage to the Moon, this old French film with no sound. Yes. And going, oh shit, that's something I can bring into my modern day filmmaking. Mm -hmm. Watching a Kurosawa film, watching something like randomly from a different country that you've never even heard of, but just putting it on because it could be a different type of story. That's where all the cool stuff lives. Everyone who watches the same shit, get out. You're going to make the same shit. My suggestion is maybe go into your back pocket and try to find a movie that both of you guys can agree on. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, so if they're like, oh. Because you're never going to change their mind. You know, what was his wording? Well, if you don't like, well, okay. First off, if you don't like something, that makes you not as good. Okay, that's just stupid. Yeah. Um, that they literally are stupid. Uh, so, uh, but I was gonna say they might say, oh, but I like this, you know, and you could say like, well, I like that too. I just also happen to like 1980s two, the pirate movie. Yeah. Like me. So I mean, you could find some common ground. You could take the high road. Sometimes I'm, I, I'm just, I just am humble about it and I'm like like oh that's cool oh yeah well tell me about that let me learn about like what you like that's really cool and then I just don't ever talk about the thing that they're elitist about but that doesn't mean I stop liking it yeah I just don't bring it up around yeah them. yeah don't ever let uh, I just lean in hard yeah don't ever sometimes let... I might do that if they're if they're like yeah being really rude oh man oh shameless plug Amy Amy Newman and I have a podcast about this very thing we have a show called Two Feel the Casuals, and we invite a super fan on to talk about a fandom and why they love it so much so that if you want, you can ask your silly questions about it or find out why some other person likes it, even if it's not your pet pee, uh, your, your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ron loves the pirate movie too? Heck yeah. So Ron, you and I, we can, we can, we park our, our, our ships, our, our, yeah, yeah, our, our shuttles. tall ships in the yeah. same 
Yeah, port. the same in old the same bagel. Port. Port of, you find, yeah, you park you your cream cheese in the same, same bagel. Port of entries yeah. or something. You yeah. park cream cheese uh -oh. and bagel. Uh, you bays. park your hole in the same donut. Yeah. Or or like uh, um, Dune 2 popcorn bucket. or Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, man. It's cool. You stick uh, your, moving uh, on. Um, so we got, this is our last one here. Uh, so we got Lexi who writes, what are your thoughts on the final season of Supernatural? Well, wait, have any of us? Uh, oh, I have. Yeah, okay. I was actually just talking about how I want to rewatch all of Supernatural. Oh, was that ending that good? I know a lot. Or you actually want to rewatch it? it? So it kind of fell off. Well, let me finish. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> just in case it goes somewhere else. I know a lot of people say that it started uh, to fall off oh. after season five. But I still enjoy the latter seasons, although last one was hard to get through for me. Yeah. Host, take it away. Okay. So I, I came into Supernatural very late. I didn't start watching it until the pandemic. And it was all on Netflix, so I got to binge it and then kind of catch up right before the finale. I know the series was supposed to theoretically end sooner while Kripke was still there. He left and they continued on. And it was one of the longest running shows, certainly for CW, but just in general, it had a very, very long life. The show did get a little uh, eh for me in that last season. Mm. I didn't dislike the ending. I just didn't find it particularly satisfying. I think a few things were shoehorned in to make some fans happy, too, that... I totally could have bought into if they had given me a little more runway with it. Um, like certain characters feeling certain ways about each other. It was like, yeah, I always speculated, but I'd like a little more of us not just speculating and you giving me some fan service. I'd like us to actually have follow through on that. Um, love the characters. I think Castiel is one of the best characters ever with some of the funniest lines ever. I learned that from the pizza man. Uh, it's a fabulous show. And if you are into any kind of supernatural stuff, if you are into, you know, monster lore or even kind of religious iconography, it's a really cool show. And uh, Jensen Ackles, wonderful, wonderful actor. Uh, and while I have you, this mm. message is for you from oh, the hey. Richard Art and Inspiration. Oh, please pitch your voice program. I also am planning to join. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not a great business person, but here's what I like to do. <laughs> so my husband and I run a voiceover studio called Speak Friend Studio. You can go to speakfriendstudio.com and kind of learn about us. We've got to update our February classes on there. But basically, you learn from two working actors. I mostly cover the voiceover side of things where Logan focuses on dialect. Uh, we are about to start a new animation class to kind of work walking through finding your foundational voices. What I mean by that are these kind of base level voices that you can add something to or take something away from to create new characters. Hey. Um, Ray's already been through the hey. program. How you he's, crushed, he's crushing it. Sugar water. So we have stuff like that. Um, we do demo creation, but we recommend that for people who have studied either with us or elsewhere, just because a demo is a big investment. Uh, my husband walks you through different dialects to learn, breathing foundations and things. So you can support that dialect choice and so how you can support your work in the booth. Yeah, so you can um, just be a cool so guy. Uh, I recently just did a commercial class with a bunch of people learning how to do different commercial voiceovers so you don't sound super mm -hmm. announcery. Ray Ora is a big fan of my commercial work. Yeah, yeah, so yep, yep. take his word for it. Check it out. HTC commercial. Yeah. My favorite voiceover I've ever heard, ever. Thank you. But uh, yeah, we just kind of do a couple different classes. We try to change it up too every now and then. It is based on our schedules as well since we're working actors. Um, I'm very fortunate. As you guys know, I wasn't here on Tuesday. I'm currently on a project. So it throws a wrench in my teaching schedule as well as my appearances here. So we also kind of have to do our classes around those schedules as well. Um, but it's a real good time. And if you ever have uh, the urge to learn about VO, hit us up. Mm. Can and I, I trade and, in? And, and I love the uh, the Lord of the Rings reference. Thank you. Also, yeah, that speak friend. We have a fellowship bundle. For <laughs> you, when you go up to the door, do you have to go. 
Belloc. That's what I was going to ask if I could. Uh, <laughs> we had, we had so many friends. So. We had so many people, though, keep calling it speakeasy. Oh, uh, okay. That's what like, I thought it was. Oh, no, it's not that. And then I, this is where I have to check like my nerdness and my nerve privilege and judgment because it'll be, oh, man, yeah, I never saw those movies. And I'll go, books. They're, all, they're also books, but I know that the movies are way more mainstream. Yeah. And they're also a lot easier to get through. Peter mm-hmm. Jackson crushed them. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. And we're out of questions, so. Sweet. Thanks for uh, thanks for letting me talk about that, you guys. I appreciate it. I'm yeah, just yeah. shamelessly plugging everything today. No, no, this man. Fill up that class. Fill up that class. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get her. Go to our uh, website and sign up for stuff. Yeah, because she barely does anything here, so, you know. <laughs> oh, you know <laughs> what? Might as well keep her busy. The show's about to end, and I never gave unless they left. I'm going to go. Uh, with a character that's better think be good. Is, no, I just think she's, she's very interesting. Mara Jade. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Won the heart of Skywalker. She was. She yeah. worked for the Empire at some point. I would love those stories. Yeah, Mara Jade. I'm going Mara Jade. Uh, yeah. Mine is uh, Ray Ora, a character I made in oh. Knights of the Old Republic. It's actually a woman. So. <laughs> probably go. the best. Truly, off- Ray Ora does sound like a Star Wars character. It does, Ray Ora. Yeah. yeah. Would you be a Jedi? No, I don't know. No. I just I'm just looking for things to trade. Smuggling spice? Yeah, well, you'd be a I have the best lightsaber, but I'm trader. still on the first level. That's the way I play. Would you I be a rampage holder? a town until it's unrampageable. Mm. Yeah. Like because I don't want to progress or get harder bosses. I just stay and ruin the whole town. That's the, that's my gaming career. Same, but not in games. So you're basically just... Wreck-It Ralph in in Jedi uh You know more if anyone knows Morrowind that initial town you start in, you I killed it? all the security guards, took all their armor, and I just walk around that place, and I'm like, this why, is where I Why worry about the rest of this yeah. world and more? Who cares about the story? You play a game I mean, the way you want to play it. I do, obviously. So that's a moral of the story, I guess. All right. There we go. Go ahead, Chris. The wait to figure out who that Star Wars tertiary character was. Woo! Well, guys, thanks so much for being here for this edition of the John Campia Show, the non-Campia with the Batman Beyond team. We really appreciate when you stick around for all of us. We have so much more fun when you are part of the conversation. So thank you for so much for giving us so many good things to talk about and supporting us too. You're helping us keep the lights on, helping us keep our jobs. That's really nice. <laughs> That's really important. We want to thank the people in the room, right, Aura? Everyone have a ball this weekend. <laughs> or Jonathan Voico? No, sorry. Belloc. It don't work. Sorry. Thanks so, so much, you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe, be kind, and we will see you on Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.